Chapter 24 The King of Turns Heather finished wrapping Kylan's shoulder and gave him a large dose of Emma's tonic. He drank it without opening his eyes. Bleston sat beside his son's bed, intent on everything she did. This tonic is good, Heather said, checking Kylan's pulse. Emma developed it in her training years along with an old doctor on Cloud Mountain. Despite what I tell the younglings, it's not magic, but with some sleep and proper care of his wounds, we'll see him recover in time. Thank you, Heather, Bleston said. I appreciate you coming to his room like this. We have good healers in Terralane, but I have heard amazing things about your team since the battle. It's Emma's team, she said, and the recovery times have improved, I'll admit. I think it's mostly due to Emma's leadership. She's done for Halfwind's medical team something like what you've done for military discipline. She bit her lip, debating whether or not to bring up Jones's case. Not yet. I believe the prince is in very good hands, Bleston said. We are grateful for your service to him. Well, sir, Kylan did save my life, she said, placing several vials and a bolt of cloth into her satchel. Bleston smiled. There is something I wish to discuss with you, child. Yes, sir, she said, setting down her bag. Kylan has been speaking to me about you. He believes I should listen to your advice, that I should turn to you for wisdom. I am almost convinced he is right. Well, sir, she said, taking the offered seat beside him, Kylan believes you are a great king, truly capable of listening and willing to change your mind if confronted with the truth. I hope I always am, child. Well, Lord, may I ask how you see things now? Bleston smiled at her. I am inclined, dear Heather, to be entirely truthful with you. Then I am honored, Lord. Not that I speak falsehoods, but I must keep much of my own counsel bottled up. It's the burden of a king. It will be good to discuss these heavy things with someone I trust. Thank you, sir. I can trust you, can I not? he asked. I will hear you with humility, she said, touching her ears. Then, touching her eyes, she said, I will see you with generosity. Finally, she touched her mouth, and I will speak to you with honesty. It is well, child, very well. It's good that you honor the old ways. Bleston sat a while, his eyes closed and his mouth tight. At last, he spoke again. I am in a difficult place, but a place of power. I am, I suppose, the king of turns. I am the lord of the balance. If I tipped to Morbin, which is not in my heart to do, he rules all. If I tipped my brother's young upstart son, he has a chance to rule all. But I do not see myself as a traitor, only a maker. I see myself as the wielder of worlds, the one who fashions fortunes. I am the magnetic heart of Natalia, drawing all to myself. But you have no designs on the throne yourself? She asked, eyebrows raised. I would like to be king of Natalia, as I have a plain claim to the throne and the Whitsonstone to witness to my rights. I also have the strength to take it and the will to keep it. But you don't want this? I want it for one thing, he said, nodding to the bed, so that I might give it to Kylan. Heather frowned. Speak, child, Bleston said. Be bold. I will speak boldly and plainly, sir. She drew in a deep breath and went on. I think you're right about yourself. You are the king of turns, a mover of worlds. So move to the straight path. You're a kingmaker, so make Smalls what he deserves to be. Show yourself truly great and make him your king. Do what you never did for his father, your brother. Honor him. Honor the choice your father made and the choice your brother, King Jupiter, himself made. Throw your support behind your nephew, and you will live with an acclaim unmatched in history. 
Be the bold and selfless uncle. Be the true kingmaker, and make the true heir king. My, but you are bold, little one, he said, shaking his head. Before she could speak again, he held up a hand. I have heard you, Heather Longtreader. I can listen. I am sorry about what happened with my brother. I would like to make it right. Many times I have wished I could have been there when he was betrayed and murdered at the crossing. He shook his head. But I will be an old rabbit soon. I have others to think of, he said, glancing again at Kylan. Think of all the sons, Lord. Think of all the huddled, hurting ones living under oppression, longing for the mended wood. You are their scribe, are you not? How well you love them. I'm only a herald, like thousands beside me, Heather said. But we all sing the same song. Things are bad, yes, but it will not be so in the mended wood. I have heard this song. Sing it with us, Lord Blaston, she said. Lend your strong voice and hasten its coming. Be for us always the silver prince who rides in to rescue, who helps make a truly noble rabbit our longed-for king. Blaston looked away, blinking. He swiped his forearm across his eyes and then looked back at Heather. And you, my dear, what will you be? I want to be a queen, she said without hesitation. What a grand one you'll be, to be sure. I want to listen to my stories again and hear my mother sing. I want to see my little brother grow up free. Bleston nodded. These are good dreams, I think. You will consider my plea, Lord? He nodded, looking very grave, then motioned toward the door. She stood and knelt before him. Then she rose, grabbed her satchel, and moved quietly to the door. Before she left, she looked back. Bleston had his head in his hands. As she hurried to the hospital, something stirred in her heart that had long been still. Hope. Perhaps I am the queen of turning. For my dear prince's sake, and for the sake of the whole wounded world, may it be so.